Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Shan. That's Chris. And welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show. And today we are going to do a quick fix review and recap of Blueprint's debut EP and discuss BET's The Encore. <laughs> so you're probably wondering, who are these two good-looking people? <laughs> well, <laughs> Chris and I, <laughs> we are music industry experts not really but yes so we have a myriad of experiences in the music industry from performing on stage and recording in the studio to managing business contracts and budgets so at cctv we analyze artists career and songs from both the creative and professional angles and if you made it this far i mean if you made it past our theme song be sure to subscribe and give us a like so you can have more content like this first off if you don't know well you should know if you're watching this but bet presents the encore was a tv show where some members of various American girl groups from like the late 90s, early 2000s came together to record an album or an EP and do a showcase performance in 30 days. So mm. the cast was Shamari from Black, Irish and Lamisha from 702, Fallon and Felicia from Cherish, Pamela from Total, Keely from 3LW and the Cheetah Girls, Aubrey from Danity Kane, and Nivia, who is a solo star or was a yes. solo star. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, so for me, out of this cast, um, so I knew Danity Kane and Keely, like from Cheetah Girls and 3LW, and also Black. Um, I know those like discographies right. relatively well. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't really know who 702 and Cherish were. <laughs> um, I don't think they really made it to Asia. Um uh, I feel you. Yeah. Feel you. Um, but you know, I'm gonna be honest, like, mm-hmm. so the initial pilot right from like years ago of this right. same television show was actually helmed by D Woods from Danny D Kane and it included Melody for the Pussycat Dolls and Farah from Destiny's Child so I'm gonna be honest and say <laughs> that this cast is a little bit of a step down <laughs> sorry <laughs> you know um <clears throat> I know what you mean. I, I've seen that pilot as well, where like Keely and Bear were going on back and forth between like, you know, just listing things of accolades and whatnot. And she's like, we had like a, you know, a platinum record. And she's like, honey, they had a platinum record or whatever the heck happened. But, you know, that was something interesting because we all wanted to know the story of uh, DC featuring fair franklin um but but yeah like you said um for the remaining group members um and the groups that you mentioned uh they are what i would call black famous i think a lot of people would just call them black famous you know like maze and frankly beverly a lot of people don't know them the way they would know the beatles right so with this group um like total um and 702 and cherish they are quote unquote black names because they had songs and a lot of like original soundtracks for like soul food and a lot of nineties, like black nineties movies. Mm-hmm. And Nivia, of course she had like, don't mess with my man. You know, all that kind of like singing. Which, I don't know if she had only that one song, but you know, she has other songs obviously, but she's well known for that song. And, um, you know, I remember 
when I was younger watching Powerpuff Girls, Cherish actually did the um, like some of the songs for the the Powerpuff Girls soundtrack, which is oh. interesting because in our Sugar Babes episode, our Pop 101 episode, we talked about how they did the Powerpuff Girls. So it's interesting to see what happened with, you know, European slash Asian kind of media and what happened here in the West, uh, mm-hmm. in America. Um, but, you know, shout out, shout out to Keely, though, from BLW for going out on her own, having a solo record. Spectacular. Okay, honey, because he must have pulled a track out when he was blowing my back out. <laughs> if you don't know that video, if you don't know that video or that song, we will educate you one of these days. Or you can just go search it yourself. Yes, but. please do yourself a favor and <laughs> yes. go look up Keely Williams. Yes. Diane Warman, Babyface, all of them are quaking in their boots. I'm just saying. The lyrics, <laughs> amazing. Um, all that being said, though, I think it's interesting that all of these women with a long career or how like an era where people knew them, they were really famous, they were performing all over the place, were put into this house. Um, so this concept of the encore, giving these women a second chance, I think was was great. I mean, the idea of a redemption story for our beloved girl groups of the yesteryear mm-hmm. makes for a compelling watch. But, you know, I'm not sure if it, it, it translated well on screen or just compatibility wise. I think mm-hmm. it was just, hey, we define girl groups. I don't know. But I mean, it's, it's nice to have a, a visual to see like, oh, what happened to this person from this group or what have you? Uh, what do you think about the encore? <laughs> so, well, so first off, I love TV shows like this. You know, I used to love pop stars and making the band. And then even right. now still watching like the K-pop version of, of these like group formation right. shows. So right. I was excited about the concept, even though I wasn't totally impressed by the casting. <laughs> um, but I think the problem is it felt like Overall, it wasn't people who make music that made this show. Like, mm-hmm. if you watch mm-hmm. Making the Band and stuff, yes, of course, there's a lot of drama within the group and, and business, but, but right. more and business drama, but they did still focus a lot of time on the music itself and the process itself. And this yeah. show didn't focus on that. And it was really just mm-hmm. about all the fighting. Um, so I think that actually took away from my enjoyment of it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I think. Um... I don't know. I think I feel like cordiality was just thrown out of the window. Like there was no sense of like maybe in the beginning, the first hour or so of being in that house, or maybe like the first day or so, like people were being pretty like, you know, there was some decorum, just like sob affair that was definitely apparent. But very quickly they became clicky and argumentative, which I don't understand how that happened because they're all women that are older than both of us um maybe with a couple of them being no offense but they're older than both of us that being said you've lived all your life almost especially with a lot with of what the cherished girls were saying with being like a woman in music with all the tension that you already have as women in music why is it that when you get into this house you guys can't seem to find a semblance of peace um so yeah and i don't know if it's because the cast was just not okay I feel like a lot of people had egos that should have not been there. Mm-hmm. If you have been 20 years out of the game, 20 years not making a song, or even 10 years of not even working in the industry, mm-hmm. and you, you decide to live like a normal life, the ego needs to be not even, the ego needs to be put away completely. But 
Well, I think so. It, it felt like they just needed like someone just to come mediate the initial conversation. Each of them uh, needed to yeah. come out and discuss the previous issues they've had in their respective girl groups. I, they needed to talk about the past because the whole point of the show is like they want to be in this girl group without these problems that they had before. I, so like they never actually had that discussion, and they went straight into like nominating this queen. Right. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, going right. straight into let's get into the studio, like let's do all this without like the initial bonding part of it. Like it just yeah, made no sense that right. they didn't have that discussion. Like I think they did maybe in individual, like in individual conversations, yes. but that because that's the whole concept of the group, it needed to start with that, with everybody. No, you're so right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think that 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 conversation should have been had for sure. And I thought that was sorely lacking. In, mm-hmm. <laughs> in this I mean they had like a host which is Sita um which is like an old school like VJ from back in the day black famous um I saw your <laughs> no but she didn't do anything like she, she was there just as a name like she didn't actually do anything yeah no she did it I think she kind of was just like you guys need to get it together and they were like yeah we know like, it was just weird it was like it was yeah, yeah. no no offense to Sita but if you were going to be there uh, mm. I don't know. You're right. There's just a great deal of, of negligence in the, you know, in the realm of communication for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but I do have to say there were some interesting moments, like right off the bat, like <laughs> Keely coming into that house. <laughs> no tea, no shade, but creative director. What? <laughs> no okay. Creative director. I, okay. I, th- I think this is another mistake because clearly she had told produce the producers and stuff that this is what what she wanted to do when she came into the house mm-hmm. right um mm-hmm. i think right we think but like <laughs> think, right? there was no like having her just go in and tell everyone that like no one's gonna respect that like that right. is just ridiculous like if that was gonna be her role and that's what she agreed to with the producers they should then she should have been introduced as like a consultant of sorts like with two other people like you know bring in two or three other people other former girl group members (laughs) who don't want to be in a girl group and have them be like the creative like team of consultants or whatever like that whole thing was just like they literally did that (laughs) knowing there'd be conflict you know yeah so it just felt like everything was like trying to have them fail like like literally all these production things were just like hoping for that and I don't love that and then as we've listed this whole cast and as you can see the EP cover only has four people on it so they they lost more than half of this cast (laughs) by the time this EP came out which so Aubrey was the first one to go out yeah out of out of this whole group I think I'm I have the biggest connection to Aubrey just because of all the seasons of making the band and and I do know Daniel Kane's discography quite well and I've mm-hmm. kind of attended a lot of their like reunion shows and stuff that they've done um mm-hmm. but she got a horrible edit and she she clearly was trying very hard to keep this group together and literally yeah. no one was trying to help her like it was just it was just so annoying this whole situation <laughs> um but I good agree. for her for leaving as early as she did like the other girls that ended up leaving like they really tried to stick it out but good for Aubrey for just like she could see where it was for going sure. you know for sure. I think she was the only one who actually did have like, a semblance of uh, concept. I mean, even though Keely did say that she was a creative director, she did not present her mood board or her pen, whatever. They were trying to, they were trying to shade her. They were trying to shade her like she was being basic. But honestly, she came, she came correct. And I think the reason why 
even if she may have started to do it, her, her interest started to dwindle, it is with reason. I mean, if you're facing so much uh, resistance in mm-hmm. a sense, why am I giving you a hundred percent when you guys are giving me like 30%, then it's like, what's the point of me trying so hard? So I think that episode, I think it was episode five or four, but yeah, the episode in which she was depicted as a negligent queen, whatever was happening in that situation, the editing was not great. I think what really bothered me was the fact that when a producer approached her and said his shady comments about Cherish and the other girls saying mm. how they didn't sell as much as she did or they didn't sell as much as they're claiming. And then when it was brought to the attention of the Cherish girls and the other women, Aubrey was cornered, yelled at by the producer, yelled at by the Cherish girls, and nobody came to her defense. I think that was one of the biggest, like, for me, I was like, wow, she needs to leave. So when mm-hmm. she did, I was like, girl, keep on walking, go, yeah. please go, go. So yeah, that definitely really bothered me. And then even from like the beginning, um, I think Nivea, speaking of uh, like who left, Nivea was like the second person to leave, right? She, mm-hmm. she was, she was in the corner all the time, eating her rice cakes, minding her business, very much like a role that I would take. Like I would be the kind of, I'm just, I'm cool to be here. I, I've never been in a group. I'm excited. Let's try this out. For her to have to have to get in Keely's face as she was leaving because she's so riled up. What kind of environment were these ladies put into? You're living with these people. Yeah, they might have their cell phones or whatever and have access to like, I guess, the some kind of the, some kind of version of the outside world. But like, what kind of environment is it that someone who has not said anything to anyone mm-hmm. leaves? So that mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I all of it, about. let's be real, like all of it is because of the two cherished twins for the most part. Like I, they, they also came off terribly and I'm sure some of it was editing, but some of it, it's like, you can't edit this much, you know, like they clearly (laughs) were a negative uh, energy for everybody in the house. Like from the very start with them taking over the recording, which I couldn't fully tell. Cause like, so Aubrey writes, right. Like, like I, I assume some of the other women also write music. So I couldn't tell if the twins just immediately just took control or if it was like an agreed thing that they would. Um, right. Right. But even I, from the yes. start of that, they uh-huh. clearly weren't even considering what type of music the other woman would even want to sing. Wanted to, they they yeah. weren't even considering like their vocal ability, like the other members, like vocal abilities and things like that. It was just like, this is how it's written. So like, this is your part, like go do it. And it's yeah. just like, that's not how this works. Like, a good group like you take girls aloud where the producers yeah. wrote each part specifically for the each girl you know a lot yes. of the songs and that's yes. why they all sound so good so like right. that's part of working in a group like I just don't get how these women have had this much experience and it's like I and mean still... amateur hour which yeah. is what Keely said in the very last episode <laughs> about like having to do full out right like with makeup on <laughs> But this is where the amateur hour really showed. Like, I was like, yeah. you, how is this possible that you ha- yeah. have no idea what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. And I, don't, and, and I get because these women are a lot, a lot older. Mm-hmm. I'm not even trying to make their age like a big deal. But if you, if you think about like timing wise, I think the 702 um, sisters, um, Irish and Lamisha, to call her Misha for now, um, they were, but I think like, like early teens, kind of like early twenties in the nineties. So they're older and they're being told by women who are a little bit younger than them, which is 
a lot of people don't like to acknowledge this, but even in the black community, age is a big deal. The whole like sis, honey, baby girl thing. No, 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 no. Like it's, it's common now, like in our lexicon, because it's like, you know, internet age or whatever. But a lot of people like in the black community, there's a hierarchy. We may not even talk about it or like have a name, like feel piety or something like that, but there's definitely like a ma'am, blah, blah, blah thing going on, whatever. I can only imagine what it's like having two younger girls who are twins ganging up on everyone. And oh, I can only imagine what it's like having my sister in the house as old as we are getting told by these younger girls, like, you can't do this, don't do that, blah, blah, blah. And that a lot of, a lot of like ego things started happening that really bothered me. It was just like, well, I did this and I did that. At the end of the day, none of y'all are, are particularly relevant. Mm-hmm. I think for the most part, Felicia, I know only because she did Peaches, but Peaches is not like, you know, the, 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 the R&B, like, honestly, it's not like my favorite song in the world when it comes to R&B. She did write another song for an artist called Isla called Strings, but I mean, Strings is, is cool. It has a nice, interesting kind of structure to it, but with the way they were arguing with the songs that were presented on this album, I don't think it was worth all the trouble that was i don't think it was worth all the trouble honestly like mm. all the disrespect like making the the younger sis, younger sisters the 702 sisters feel like they were less than mm-hmm. um making aubrey feel like she was crazy um you know i just, i feel like a lot of it was just like unnecessary mm-hmm. super unnecessary um and then with pam <sighs> mm-hmm. you know pam used to be like and I get it. I get it. We all change. We get older. And she's definitely said that she's changed. Like she's, she's, she's conversion therapy to herself out of a past that she feels, I guess, particularly ashamed of because Aubrey touched her leg and it turned into a thing. Um, but she didn't do anything. She was such a passive energy. And, you know, talking, going back to what you said about them having a queen each week, she was the first queen. And I have to say she was probably the, the, the worst one. Um, she didn't do anything. There was no sense of leadership. There was no sense of even godliness from her. Was like, you know, like, hey guys, you know, oh God, she was very. She, that's the wrong phrase, but she was definitely godly. But nothing about her was like, you know, I'm going to try to bring this together with healing. I didn't feel healing from her. Not even no. trying to be sarcastic, but I didn't feel like healing. I just felt like she was like, I don't want to be involved. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to rock the boat. Like the boat's already rocking. We need someone. It's sinking at this point. We need someone to plug the holes up and you're not doing it. So I just, I feel like she was like one of my favorite members from Total, like without a doubt, like she was so cool. And I just feel like now she's just, I, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, I'm disappointed. Yeah. In other words. I think this show is just proof why you need management. (laughs) Um, You need someone to come and mediate and be able to make the decisions and and have everyone respect that decision. You know, there was just no, yeah, there was, there was just no one to kind of keep it together. And then you also had so many people too. I mean, they probably just assumed people were going to leave, which is why they casted so many. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, um, I, I think the way the whole show went, like I said, it didn't feel like it was it was made for, made by people who actually work in music or even love music, like felt like right. it was really made just for the cattiness of it. And mm-hmm. um, I didn't appreciate that. And it, it made it really hard to root 
for them in general um, because mm-hmm. like they tried to do this whole redemption kind of for the last episode you know like yeah. where yeah. like one of the twins like contacted her stylist to like save the day and then they like had a woman <laughs> empowerment song and it's like you spent the whole show like talking down to down. the 702 woman and Aubrey and, yeah. and and it's just like I don't believe you when you're singing a female empowerment song then like right. this doesn't right. this doesn't match like this wait, doesn't wait, work Chris Chris wait can I just say something that everyone's thinking right now you're only as strong as your weakest link <laughs> <laughs> that situation was rough that situation was I rough. felt so bad for Irish so like again yeah. like okay I agree Irish and Misha were not the best singers in that house but mm-hmm. as a songwriter you should learn yes. how they sing and find a part that's right for their voices. Like this is just ah! like I'm just I'm so annoyed because this could have been so good. This could have been, been so yeah. so good, and it's just yeah. like it isn't. Yeah. So I'm just very annoyed about it. Ugh. Okay, let's talk about the EP. So the EP is yes. out. Mm-hmm. EP is out. It features six songs. All pre- almost all <laughs> written by the two cherished twins, I believe. Lamisha, all produced yeah. by Cosine. Did Lamisha write something? Lamisha has something on. Uh, I'll say something. I don't know what because they oh, didn't show. Well, good she for her. Know. Get those royalties. Um, good for you, girl. Yeah. Pam. So Pam, um, she was in the group and did the final performance, and she wrote the song mm-hmm. "Only God Knows." But after the show, she did also leave to pursue a gospel career um so that makes sense because she clearly was not comfortable with some of the songs and the topics they were singing about um and it was yeah she she kind of didn't she doesn't need to be there if this group actually continues like she's she should she doesn't belong um so anyway what do you think we finally the final product what do you think of it first of all blueprint Mm-hmm. blueprint sounds like a 90s boy group dude group <laughs> whatever you want to call him that's first and foremost i'm granted it's group, group name shouldn't have any gender but whatever at the end of the day blue something about blueprint does not sound like what this is first of all it doesn't sound like it fits them at all i feel like they were trying to come up with something that was just like quote unquote cool i don't know what they're the blueprint for i don't know how this came to be i feel like if they if they, in the show they should have had an episode where they discussed the names or at least at the fans vote because blueprint mm. blueprint mm-hmm. okay anyway um that's me being petty um second of all because there was like this homogenous environment where they only had the one producer and then the other producer that gaslit aubrey um <laughs> which is weird mm-hmm. and then he was gone and then the the, the cherished twins this album sounded like, um, I don't know. It sounded like a collection of demos, a library of demos with one gospel track that just happened to get in there. Um, and then an accidental encouragement, like empowerment of songs. Um, <laughs> like, like truth be told, at the end of the day, not even trying to, just for the sake of being funny and throwing shade, A, as a fan of all these groups, I didn't get any idea of like who they were as members of this group. Mm-hmm. Like Misha and Irish, even though they weren't singing in 702, honey, there was a little bit of a rap section and like, um, you don't know. Like they had moments where you're like, okay, that's Misha's part. That's Irish's part. You know what I'm saying? Like the harmonies were lacking. So where maybe 
excuse me, like Keely could have jumped in or even Shamari could have, Shamari was lead of black. How the hell you got her doing sub vocals? Mm-hmm. How, how you got her doing that? And on top of that, she was probably the least messy one. Um, I won't say that she was like, you know, like a water chestnut where she kind of just like, I'm going to just go with the stronger side. She was like, I'm not picking sides. I'm trying to make an album. She and Aubrey were probably the only two that were actually trying to make yeah. something happen. Or maybe Nivea as well. But like, they were like, okay, I'll do it. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. And so Aubrey was like, I'm getting disrespected. And Shamari was like, well, I'm not getting disrespected, but this is kind of ridiculous. But it's not enough for me to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying she was perfect. In certain situations, I feel like she should have like kind of said something. But for the most part, she wasn't pushed out. Right. Therefore, why is she not singing more? Um, I mean, that being said, though, um, no offense to Cosign, no offense to Fallon or anything or Felicia or anything like that, because like I said, I've heard songs that they have made that I respect and that I Mm. like, um, Peaches excluded. And I have to say that this was a little disappointing. And like you said about like, you know, K-pop TV shows just bringing it back to K-pop in general, even like just non-American groups, the line distribution thing, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is with Americans where it's like, I have to have one person sing this one part for like 16 bars and then have someone else sing the, why, why, why can't we just kind of tag in and tag out? That's what a group is supposed to do, mm-hmm. you know, but I guess that's why I'm solo. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you think about the album? <laughs> um, so I actually think some of the songs are actually decent. Um, but I think as a whole, I think the production is just very bare. Like it really yeah. is just like very basic beats and then like one or two synths on top of it. There's no flourishes. There's right. no like interesting moments. There's no switch ups. Like we, I think the, especially because we've been reviewing so much K-pop on this channel that mm-hmm. we're used to like, experimentation we're used to like cool things happening that only happen like once in a song and if you miss it it's gone you know and it's like what was that you know there's none of that like literally this it's just it's so bare I understand they only had 30 days to write the album and they spent like the first 20 days like arguing so I get it (laughs) but then also like clearly this was done like months ago so like it's not like the producer couldn't go in and then add more stuff afterwards they just needed to record some I mean they probably need to re-record vocals once Pam decided to leave anyway so they did have more time even if they weren't in the house together so that's not an excuse to me sorry Um, I agree I agree agree. Um, it sounds like type beats sounds like YouTube type beats like oh I'm looking up you know, like her type beats or this gospel singer type beats or this rapper type beats. not. Mm-hmm. Um, the drama wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah, um, I do think, so I think Skeletons, <laughs> Go mm-hmm. Don't Leave and Bird's Eye View are all decent songs. The melodies are good. Like, especially Skeletons, I can sing it back to you now. Like, I actually think there's potential there. Like, they feel like half-baked. Um, uh, yeah. I think maybe Skeletons yeah. feels the most fully formed. It at least has like an interesting intro and there's an outro. Like that is, there's mm-hmm. a slight switch up towards the end where it does kind of pick up oh, yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah. So yeah, those I guess are the standouts to me, but am I going to uh-huh. be playing them a lot? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for like, like I think I mentioned this earlier, but like for the sake of nostalgia, that's the only reason why I can see people like really listening to this album, mm-hmm. not for the sake of like, oh, this is like amazing. This is this is the blueprint for what R and B should sound like, whatever. Um, I think uh, say something was something I liked lyrically. Um, 
but that's about it. I mean, the, the, the melody and the lyrics were cool. Not cool. They were very poignant, excuse me. Um, and the twins were definitely leading, leading the charge on this one with good reason. This song needed um, their vocal strength and their vocal quality. I will say that they are, they can sing. They can probably have some of the strongest voices in the whole situation of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give them that for sure. And um, yeah, the bird's eye view is cool. Uh, verse two was interesting in the sense where the beat falls away and there's like a heartbeat and the ending has some falsettos and some nice harmonies but i don't remember much else about it mm-hmm. yeah doesn't mean it was like a bad song it just wasn't like oh wow this is this is something that could be a lead single like none of these deserve a music video to me Mm-mm. no i i think yeah. at the very like they all need a remix they they would all need something extra there they maybe a feature yeah or something like none of them are there yet yeah I agree. yeah 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 um one thing i do have to say about the vocals though in this album <laughs> if someone was pitchy i'm not sure what kind of like editing software that they were using like what what doll they were using um but if there was an auto-tune you could definitely hear it I'm not sure if they were like using Melodyne to adjust the notes. If they were using Melodyne, it probably wouldn't have sounded so like tinny, so robotic. Mm-hmm. But during certain certain points of this auto-tune, certain parts of the song, there was auto-tune, excuse me. Um, and I just thought, why? Mm-hmm. why? I get it. It's a project. I get it. It's like, you know, I don't have to do, deal with this 30 days after the fact, but why would you want something so half baked to be part of your discography that's my thing um i think there's a, there's a level of pride that's missing there's a level of of um creativity that's lacking <clears throat> again all of the disrespect and the nastiness and the drama between aubrey the aubrey felicia the 702 twins and cosine very unnecessary for the product that was produced um do you have anything you want to say about like that but all i'm gonna say is that aubrey was correct none of these songs were written like none of them are anything unique like you have they weren't some they weren't creating a new sound for a new girl group like these were all just like basic tracks that the twins wrote with no one there to actually develop them and, and and actually turn them into like unique hits i'm just it's all yes i agree it was kind of a waste of time overall um but <laughs> sure. they did perform the whole ep and they actually showed a lot of it on the show which i appreciate because mm-hmm. i was actually worried that they were going to cut it down to like a 30 second like performance oh yeah right like a, like a compilation of yeah. reactions like at that listening party yeah so what did you think of the performance i'm gonna say it again for all that disrespect for all that we are doing everything ourselves eh, 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 bull crap that was going on they lip synced the whole performance <laughs> <laughs> why y'all stressing about vocals why y'all stressing about dancing full out keely why are you stressing about all these little things that mean nothing in the grand scheme of this performance because mm-hmm. you lip sank the whole damn time i don't understand i just okay now that i'm off my soapbox mm-hmm. keely she was sending me okay because she was like i don't want to do this i don't want to perform i just don't i don't now me teasing me like mim- mimicking her doesn't mean that what she felt wasn't valid mm-hmm. 
Or what I am saying is that when she got on that stage, she went above and Beyonce. And I was like, what's happening? She was like, <laughs> she was like, I don't want to do this. Throws her head back on the couch. Oh, these girls keep talking. Uh, and she's thrusting. She's like, oh. And I'm like, honey, <laughs> you said you didn't want to do this. Then do, do yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no tea, I, no I think, okay, just so saying. I think I think lip syncing is okay. Like it comes under the choreography. Was was hard. Um, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if they were lip syncing the ballads or if that was just dubbed after the fact. Um, copy, copy, yeah, yeah, or just heavily edited after the mm-hmm. fact. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I would say I actually thought they actually did a great job overall given that they did probably only have like a week to really put the whole thing together or even less I can't fully tell with the timeline um Mm -hmm. so I think they actually did a good job they pulled it together um I don't love the whole performance direction of it um Mm -hmm. I think some of the choreography felt a little extra overall like I don't think they need to be doing as much as they were for some of the especially like talking like it's yeah. kind of a, like the way it sounds it's quite again quite bare but like it's also relatively slow you know so it's not really yeah. like yeah so then like I don't know there's just like so much bouncing <laughs> and it was like that that's not in the music that's not you know what I mean yeah. so it's just felt yeah. like a, a little much um right 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 I enjoyed um, skeletons mm-hmm. I thought the whole chair thing was was really great mm-hmm. um so I, I enjoyed moments of it but I just didn't love the overall creative direction I hear you. I hear you. Well, shout out to um, Aaliyah Janelle and Cinnamon for wasting her time giving them vocal instruction because they <laughs> really actually think, um, you know. Um, but yeah, I think Aaliyah Janelle does have that kind of style. I'm not, I'm not saying that she doesn't um, know how to choreograph, but she was giving them something that looked current. Um, she was trying to give them something that was sexy and made them all look good. And for the most part, even with um, the issues with the, the, the 702 sisters, you know, not dancing as well. Um, and then Pam just not getting into that groove that specific kind of groove Mm -hmm. I think it turned out pretty well um like you said I think stylistically it wasn't as tragic as they were trying to make it seem either but you know uh, that that also plays back into what kind of image does this group have called yourself blueprint you're wearing all black everything about this album is very dark and 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 moody Mm-hmm. So you had you ended up pigeonholing yourself where you put on black leather this um, and you ended up looking like dominatrix dominatrixes plural dominatrix I whatever you look like a bunch of BDSM mistresses yeah <laughs> right and then you had people feeling uncomfortable and all these other things like I don't want to perform if I'm gonna be, you know if I feel like a chorizo in a dress you know like they feel like sausages or whatever the case may be but Keely felt really insecure about her thing um, but yeah there I wish stylistically maybe they could have had some color like they were wearing black like there's like if you have a favorite color bam there's your outfit but like red but just primary color on that stage something it was just all black and I guess it looks nice looks sleek I will say that Shamari honey oh my god I saw her if I were her husband I would have been so proud he definitely was super proud of her she looked great she sounded great her outfit was my favorite Shamari's a baddie. Like she's a star. She is yes. so good. She sounds what? really good on this EP. I haven't mentioned it earlier. Yeah. She sounds really, really good. Yes. She killed it on that she stage. Did. Yes. yes. Uh, I honestly, I feel like if if left, I hadn't died, and then if um the member from um black I, right now her mind her name is like slipping from my mind. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. Um, but yeah, I feel like had black 
had a little bit more fortune in their career, Mm -hmm. they probably would be still performing. They would be, or at least she would be making more music, but I think she's happy with her situation now. Um, you know, she's, she's happily married, has, has her children. So I think this was a good opportunity for her to, I guess, you know, dust off the vocal cords a little bit and get back on stage. I hope it does spark something within her. I'm not saying we need a full album, but if she did decide to release a little something, something, I will be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the Cherish Twins, they were, they were good. I, I won't say that they yes. weren't, we were not. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, due to all of the tumultuousness in that house i can't say that i can be like oh my god they were my favorite they were there they held it down they were like the anchors they they were the foundation of it the little sparks of interest that came from me was shamari just looking amazing and keely doing her yeah (laughs) that part of that song she was giving it to you though like Needless yes. to say, even though she's being a little bit like, you know, like I said, above and Beyonce, um, she was giving it to you. She was giving it to you. I'm not going to play her. She was yes. giving it. <laughs> and Keely has a, Keely has a very interesting voice. Like it's very um, recognizable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not spectacular, but yeah. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, also, can I just say the set list yeah. going from Pam's gospel <laughs> song to them all writhing and twerking for talking on the couch back to say something, <laughs> yeah. which is about female empowerment where again, talking is about like other women, like. No, 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 not other women, hoes. Okay, other hoes <laughs> being <laughs> talking crap. How do you go from that? Like how, who mm-hmm. thought that was a good sequence? Like what? Also not, like, not why, would you, start, why would you start? <laughs> yes, this is why I love Aubrey. Because let's be real, I've seen Aubrey a few times now, like in mm-hmm. Dumblon concerts, in Danny right. concerts. She right. knows how to, she knows what a good show is. She yeah. Knows. Yeah. Um, I have to say, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Like, I don't know who thought that was a good idea. That was a bizarre choice. <laughs> I can see why, honestly, when I heard the, I heard the TV version, they could, these girls keep talking, 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 you know, but then I listened to the album these hoes keep talking talking like for me even though I'm not like I'm not so far to the point where I'm like Pam I don't ever like try to curse or say anything like quote-unquote that needs to be edited for a radio-friendly version in my songs right for me these hoes keep talking you would not catch me saying it so I can see why she was just like I don't want to be singing on this song (laughs) (laughs) you know and it's a lot of bragging and I do believe that um even aside from like the the um, the genre of music, the lyrical content wasn't exactly anything that Pam would align herself with. I mean, mm-hmm. this whole braggadocious style that is very common in hip hop and R and B now. Um, I don't think she gets jiggy with it, and which is what's completely fine. Um, I just um, <laughs> I just wish she wasn't just. I feel like they just gave her um, was it not bird's eye view? God only knows. I feel like they gave her that as like uh, she sang the whole song. They mm-hmm. gave her that as like a, hey, you know, here you go. Because I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they all recorded parts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, personally, for me, I really wish we could have gotten a nine-member version. I feel like if you sign on to do this show, your voice is not chosen anymore. Like, I want to hear, just for the sake of my selfishness, I wish I could have heard I wish it. I could hear, too. So Aubrey has actually posted a clip of her singing Skeletons, which she sounds oh, really good. So, so she does. She's yeah. amazing. Um, I would love, I believe that, yeah, part was originally Misha. 
I believe there's. Oh, a- yeah, you're right. You're right. That's yeah. why it sounds like that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, I would have loved to see Misha and Iris do their thing. Like they really oh, did God, deserve yes. their moment. It would have been good for them, I think. So that is very yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. I do, I do feel a little bit sad for them because Misha, if I'm not mistaken, is going through or did go through like a, a family domestic situation. Hmm. Um, I'm not saying it was abused, but she did have a moment where she, this would have been good for her. I mean, I'm probably, sh- I'm probably sure she's probably doing well now, but this would have been good for her. And even with Irish, I feel like she actually didn't want to leave, but because it's her sister, she left. Um, and even when they were in a group with Mila with 702, they sang the harmonies. They danced, and and I feel like there was a lack of patience and, and care in this in this case. Um, overall, I'm going back to it. It wasn't worth the drama, but congratulations for actually finishing it. You know, even with all the little jokes we're tossing out here and me like getting on soapboxes every five seconds. Um, congratulations for finishing something because they could have all easily walked away from it let's be real here they could have all walked away from it felicia and fallon could have been like you know what we did all this crap and you guys are disrespecting us goodbye they could have easily said that um so i I don't want to keep bashing them we're not really bashing them we're being observant and recording that and talking about it but um all that aside congratulations to them uh the show was not bad i doubt they're going to have tv performances because I don't think they like each other that much, actually. Um, they tolerated each other. But uh, yeah, that being said, with this whole album, is there a song that you would cut or keep from this album? Um, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I would cut Only God Knows just because it just doesn't fit in there at all. Um but I, I think if you just disregard that sense, that really was just there for Pam and she's no longer in the group. I would probably cut Say Something. Like, yeah. I've heard much better female empowerment songs. I thought, I, I love, I liked the idea of the acapella approach, mm-hmm. but I don't think it was executed well at all. I think mm-hmm. it just sounds very robotic and there doesn't, yeah. it doesn't feel like emotional. It doesn't feel genuine. Um, yeah. yeah. And so I blame the production for that. Um, and again, I just don't believe them when they sing about female empowerment, given this entire show, it just doesn't, doesn't work yeah. for me. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. What would you yeah, cut? I agree. So the song that I would cut, um, it's definitely go, don't leave or yeah, go, don't leave. Jeez. Really? You know, what gets me, there's like no love song on this mm-hmm. like an actual love song like or like a make love to me song i would have taken a make love to me song over over go don't leave like they may have mentioned oh yeah you do it right or whatever so come back at the end of the night or i'm making the lyrics up right now at this point but that's what the song was doing and that bridge was just weak that bridge was pathetic that bridge was terrible that would have been an opportunity where you kind of have Somebody give you like a, a, a little bit of a, a speaking, rapping, singing situation in the bridge, maybe. Mm-hmm. Wasted opportunity. I don't have as much credit as, as, these, as these girls do, but even I would have tried a little bit harder <laughs> to make this song more dynamic. Yeah, I mean, clearly, I, it does feel like they ran out of time at the end. Again, though, I don't, don't I really... have the, the don't have the bridge then to take it out. <laughs> yeah. just take, throw the whole song out, baby, and the bathwater. Go <laughs> Yeah. Not yeah. happy. All right. With so it. what would you what would you keep? 
I would keep talking. That's just, yeah. <laughs> Give me jazz. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. Look at you with the choreography. Um, but no, I would keep um maybe maybe skeletons. Yeah, maybe I agree skeletons. with that. I agree with I, I agree with that. I, I think skeletons okay. is probably the best track for me. Um yeah. it's the best performance as well from the mm-hmm. show. And yeah. I personally think would probably have the best chances should they actually release it to radio or something. I don't know. I, I just I can't really fully tell if they have any plans for the future, I think Keely, again, is still on the, I never wanted to be in a girl group. So <laughs> that was head back. Um, yeah. Uh, and so I think really Shamari is the only one who actually wants to keep this going. It's what it feels like. Yeah. So. Yeah. See, I told you she, she and Aubrey probably were like, kind of like energy, like the energy was the same, but the, their, their experience are completely different. Like Shamari's probably like, yeah, like this is great. Um, but yeah, this, mm. What kind of rating would you give this album? Like the final rating? <laughs> <laughs> Not you laughing. <laughs> um, I would probably go with a five. Yeah, probably go with a five. It just is. Whoa, it's just. Ha- I mean, it's just like all of it is just so throwaway. Like, whoa, that's like the lowest rank. I think it's the lowest number you have ever given. For me, I'll. <sighs> Damn, I was gonna give it a six, but just since you're feeling bold and you gave it a five, I'm giving it a five as well. Um, half baked, so you get half a score out mm-hmm. of ten. Um, that being said, we said everything that could be said, actually. Yeah, I, I think honestly, season two should just be Danny Kane five piece reunion. That's what season two Ooh. of the Encore should be. If you can get them <laughs> enough <laughs> money. With enough money. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Season two. Let's get him. Let's get Danny Kane. Or, 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 or. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Let's hear. Let's hear. Before we, before we close out, um, there's some groups I wouldn't mind seeing on the encore, or like even like singers in general, just to get them a redemption. Um, who is it? I wouldn't mind seeing like um, I wouldn't mind seeing like an SWV, like the other members, like um. Uh, they've complained not complained but they have mentioned on their reality show that they felt like coco were the other the other two girls felt like coco was singing lead a lot of the times and she was right i would love to see the the, the two remaining members of swv um like you said just put a whole group that just broke up put them back together and get them give them another chance not just like a bunch of random strangers who use their reputations from like three decades ago to justify their behavior so yes be sure to let us know what you guys think about the songs the show the groups or whatever brought you joy from the situation in the comments below we would love to hear what you all have to think about it and uh, have a little discussion about everything (laughs) and make sure to like subscribe so that you can see more reviews from us because we are a good time here on cctv (laughs) so until next time that's chris that's jan and we are cctv (laughs) bye